welcome to NARC, Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Collaborators. If you enjoy today's episode, number 42, you can check out other ones on my website, narctroopers.com, where you will find other podcasts, articles, and even a video blog. So go to narctroopers.com. Today we're going to talk about COVID-19 pandemic, social justice protests going on, and predatory narcissism. Three amazing things that are hard to believe that they are really happening. And here's what I have to say about that. Some people are real and good. Others are fake. And some people, they're really good at being fake. So back in the 70s, when I was growing up, there were quite a few bumper sticker slogans. Some of my favorites include wavy gravy, keep on trucking, and plastic melts. In reference to the latter, it was a cautionary message to avoid fake people. Plastic people represented all the ones who wore the mask, constructed the facade, and presented the false self to the world. Today, at least in my world, plastic people are represented by the varied types of narcissists, and there are many different types of narcissism. They function on a spectrum. Well, let's begin with the more benign and harmless of the bunch. So what is a world filled with snap-happy insta addicts and materialistic voyeuristic minions do in response to quarantine? Well, look around. It has not been pretty. It seems that many, if not most people, have real difficulty spending any quality of time with themselves. They cannot obey what hasn't, well, you know, things haven't been issued as law or uh, things that are enforced even, uh, just as suggestions or recommendations or hard asks. Well, when you do that, people just totally dismiss it and blow it off. They're not going to take it seriously. It's like that whole idea of why do you do the right thing? A lot of people only do the right thing because they fear getting caught. They fear the consequences of doing the wrong thing, of being punished or shamed. When really, the right way to think about that is you should do the right thing simply because it is the right thing to do. And if you did the wrong thing, you couldn't live with yourself. It would be, there would be self-loathing, there would be uh, remorse, there would be a lot of those kind of feelings going on. But um, these people who have just the very light case of narcissism, no personality disorders involved, just a little narcissistic tendency, they don't want to have social distancing or wear a mask because it really crimps their style, you know? It's too much to ask. Inconveniences them. They don't think it's necessary. So I think we have options regarding how we respond to such a public health crisis like we're experiencing now, the summer of 2020. 
and for the self-indulgent, entitled, marginally narcissistic masses, it appears as if they are incapable of doing anything that they deem as inconvenient, not fun, limiting, or unpleasant. It's simply just too much to ask, right? We could play the persecuted and pitiful victim and say, it's so hard to work from home all day and not see my friends or go out. Why me? It's so unfair. Now that's one. Two, we could resort to hedonism. That's always fun, right? Well, we're all going to die anyway, so we might as well devolve into a writhing, writhing orgy of narcissistic gluttony and depravity. Yeah, that sounds great, right? Yeah, I don't think so. Three, we could choose to be in denial. Seems like there's a lot of people in denial. It's not a river in Egypt. <laughs> this whole pandemic is an overblown hoax that is destroying my lifestyle. So I'm just not, I'm just going to deny it and go about my life and enjoy my freedoms because it's not even real. Yeah, you can't live in that place forever, right? Sometimes you have to wake up, smell the coffee, smell the espresso. Or here's a final possibility. How about this one? We could act with social responsibility, caution, and compassion, where we say, quarantine is super hard, but I don't want to risk making other people sick and bringing it home to my own family and all that, so I'm going to stay home as long as it takes and follow all the other rules, too. Hmm. Well, there are a number of lessons we could learn from this pandemic, but based on what I've witnessed so far, it doesn't look like the lessons are being absorbed or processed. Many people I know continue to minimize this killer virus as the numbers climb to frightening levels. Texas, where I live, has off-the-chart numbers of people not just being infected, but having to go to the hospital. This is June 2020, and it's the highest right now, the rates of people having to go to the hospital, than it's ever been since the whole thing started in March. So isn't it kind of strange that people are just running willy-nilly all about like nothing's going on, like it's not going to make them sick or anyone else that they know, running around like people with no symptoms whatsoever can be contagious, running around like still overwhelming the healthcare system is an issue, could happen. Look at the numbers. They keep going up. And that's not just because they're testing more people. Come on. What a lame excuse that is. That's not even happening. We're not even really doing that. There's more people getting sick. It's increasing because we opened up everything. Because you know what? It's money. Money is the, is the reason why everything opened up. It's, it's profits over people. I find that just very offensive and horrible and unconscionable. I don't know why everyone doesn't see that that that's what's happening here. They don't want you to think about getting sick. They don't want you to think about about any of that because they want you to go out and spend money and keep the economy afloat. You know, I wonder if 
getting French tips or a bikini wax or all these things that people are doing, is that really risk or, you know, worth risking a contagion? I think of the hordes of young people at the beach or crowded into bars or all these people out rioting. We'll talk about that in a minute, but you know, there's so many other prematurely opened establishments that I just can't believe the recklessness. People aren't doing very good jobs at social distancing. I get it. They're having like quarantine fatigue. I've been in my house since March too. You think I don't feel it? The day's blurring one day into the next. This whole feeling of just being disconnected and depressed and you can only watch so much TV and stuff like that. Yeah, I get it. It's happened to me too. I don't want to be here. I want to go to the movie. I want to go to a restaurant. I want to travel and go visit my children this summer who I cannot visit because they're so far and it's too dangerous to travel right now. Um, I'm appalled at the dialogue streams uh, that I have read recently on a Disney blog where the patrons are bemoaning and complaining about how the mask is so unnecessary and this requirement is just terrible because it's ruining their whole Disney experience. Really? You're taking your children to a theme park in the middle of a global pandemic and all you can think about is how hot or uncomfortable you are with these unreasonable restrictions? You shouldn't even be there. You know, can't you just wait until there's better treatments? a vaccine until the thing is under control because it's not, it's not under control. There's things we don't even understand about this, this thing, right? What can make people act this way? The most disturbing thing about all of this is that these people who are pushing back against social distancing and mask and any sacrifice to their regular routines may have some narcissistic tendencies as do all people. We all have them but they are not suffering from a full-blown narcissistic personality disorder. A personality disorder is a serious mental, like, mental health issue listed on the DSM chart of mental illnesses that stands in the way of a healthy life without any significant uh, impediments or dysfunction, right? So how did the personality disordered narcissist deal with covid We're going to the deep end, guys, the deep end of the spectrum. The ones that I know, right? The the narcissist with personality disorders who are on the chart. So, hell is empty and all the devils are here. That's Shakespeare, in case you don't recognize that from Shakespeare. Um, Narcissists are liars, who believe their own lies. Let's think about that. That's really important. Narcissists are liars who believe, they believe their own lies. They really do. I've seen it more more than a few times. I've witnessed it with my own eyes and ears. They construct an alternate reality. Their lies are so deeply ingrained and so crucial to maintaining the reality that they have created for themselves that they are incapable of ever seeing the unvarnished truth. You see a lie as a misrepresentation of a fact, but they see a lie as an alternate version of their reality that is truth. Nothing is going to change this. Their entire existence relies on a false 
reality, a false reality constructed on numerous fabrications. In the context of the current pandemic crisis, they are unable to see the reality of the virus and the havoc that it has wreaked in everyone's lives. They see, you know what they see? They don't see that. They don't have any empathy. They don't care. They see opportunity. It's an exciting time. They get to play the rescuer, the savior, the hero, to look good, to get points, to get fuel. A time to exploit any and all to their own advantage. A time to get attention and adoration for playing the protector and being so courageous. Bravery, you know the definition of bravery? Bravery means acting with courage in the face of fear. But you know what? Narcissists don't have any fear. It is one of the many emotions that do not exist in people with personality disorders. It's true. So they're not really brave. They may look like it, but it's only because they have no human feelings like fear. Narcissists are also without conscience, morals, or remorse. There are no exceptions to that. Even if it if it's so convincing and it looks so much otherwise, forget it. You're that's not real. They don't have a conscience or any morals or any remorse for what they do or how they hurt people. When you think about that, these are qualities that could actually propel some people up the ladder of success because you know, like in corporate systems, something like ethics or culpability could actually be an impediment or an obstacle on their golden path to success, right? Some of the most successful people are quite ruthless and they never look behind them at the people they stepped on while they're climbing their way to the top. This lack of decency fuels a kind of fertile ground for a person with cluster B personality disorder because they do not consider the suffering or deaths, you know, for even a moment. Do not fear the possibility of contracting the virus. You know why? Because they have this magical thinking that tells them they are impervious to anything that might harm them and that they are bulletproof and that they are special and that they are entitled and their super special self, their super special self uh, would never uh, succumb to anything uh, as terrible as a, as a pandemic virus like COVID-19. They're above that. They're better than that. It's not going to happen to them. Um, they believe that. So they don't concern themselves with anything except how are they going to take advantage of this situation to leverage some personal gain and some other poor soul's misfortune, you know, from, from taking advantage of some other poor soul. The individual with a narcissistic personality disorder has a similar attitude about social injustice and the current demonstrations and protests, too. Let's talk about that for a second. They do not have a drop of empathy for the victims of violence, and they don't have a shred of compassion for the plight of minorities in this country, in America, or globally even. They may feign concern take action to help, listen attentively, do the nod, like, oh, yeah, that's so sad. And they go through all the motions of supporting the cause. 
They look like they support the cause. They carry the poster, maybe. But make no mistake, the person with narcissistic personality disorder or other cluster B disorders, they are incapable of genuine emotions beyond their need for feeding their own ego and pushing the limits on every single thing in their life to see just how far they can go and how much they can get. These aren't the kinds of narcissism that is in the average bear, like everybody has a little bit. These are the ones that take it to a whole different level where it becomes um, a full-blown personality mental health disorder. Yes, we're talking about these people not feeling anything genuine or authentic. They are the ones who would not hesitate to loot and to wreak havoc, damage property, grab and go, and do all the vandalizing. They're going to do that because it's going to get them something for nothing. And man, that is right up their alley. They've done it before. One of the, one of the, uh, the main identifying features that they ask you when they're trying to diagnose things in the cluster B category is they're looking for people who had a history of, um, in their adolescence, when they're like 13, 14, 15, 16, they were juvenile delinquents in some way. They vandalized property. They knocked over mailboxes. They broke into houses. I know someone, can't name him, but I know someone very close to me, who used to be very close to me, who did those things, knocked down mailboxes, broke into houses, stole, shoplifted from Target. Mm-hmm. He did all those things at a very early age, those are markers, those are red flags that this person is headed towards um, sociopathy, psychopathy, or becoming a person with narcissistic personality disorder. Anyway, back on track here. If they don't participate in criminal behavior, it's just that they may have an even better idea about how to benefit from the struggles of others, exploit the circumstances, and play nice to get something even bigger and better for themselves. You know, as they get older, they don't have to shoplift and they don't have to vandalize or break into houses. They find more sophisticated, smart ways to really exploit people and commit criminal acts against other people without doing those uh, more childish, unsophisticated things. These people are smart and they figure out the system and learn how to work it to their advantage with no remorse no conscience, no morals. A person with narcissistic personality disorder is a predator of the highest order on the food chain. You know, that's worthy of respect to be like lion, the great lion, like, like, what was it, Simba standing on the cliff, you know, and the music comes in and Rafiki's standing there with his little stick doing the weird little monkey dance. Um, and you know, all that. Remember that movie? Um, you know, yeah, they're, they are the predator, not so much like Simba at the end of the movie, but more like Mufasa. In fact, this person that I know, uh, that used to be very close to me for many, 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 many years, and now is not, he, uh, we had pet names for each other. And oddly enough, his pet name was Mufasa. I called him Mufasa. 
I knew what he was. I was in such denial, so trauma bonded, so addicted to this person that I couldn't get away. But little things like that slipped out, and he was he was Mufasa. I always called him Mufasa for years and years. Mm-hmm. Well, that's very telling, isn't it? So, um, yeah, predators. They are the, the, you know, okay, here's an idea. In a world where everything has to have balance, the predator has his place and is a necessary member of the jungle. They serve a purpose. Predators are catalysts for change. They are the impetus for positive transformation and the reason to learn to fight, to live, to survive, and to get strong. They push us into motion towards these being the better version of ourselves and being true to our, you know, the higher good and serving, you know, how, what the talk is these days about, you know, how to do all that. Um, Yeah. They're the ones that, that cause that journey to actually take place. The one that I'm on trying to recover, you know, this is June. Just a little sidebar here. This is June. My uh, person uh, that I was married to for many, many years discarded me on June 18th of last year. It's been almost a year. (laughs) I am still not okay, but I'm working on it and uh, I'm going to get there. Um, One of the reasons I'm talking to you today is to enlighten you about this thing so that you can um, get to where you need to be a little quicker than what I've been doing. Anyway, so the predators are the ones that force us to have to change for the better and to deal with our own issues, whether it's attachment issues or abandonment or childhood wounding or, uh, you know, we have addictive personalities. We get addicted to relationships and people, whatever it is the you know, these predators serve the purpose of, of forcing you to have to look at that and deal with it to be able to get over them and to survive. There it is right there. My recently departed person is this, just this beautiful and powerful predator. He is fast and he's fierce. I've witnessed this. Yeah. But he, you know, he rolls on his back and lets you rub his belly. <laughs> I've done that thousands of times, but he does this to disarm his victim and to gain their trust. It's not real. It's an act. They're not harmless. Are you kidding me? They are charming killers with seductive intentions. The narcissist in the time of Corona and civil unrest could conceivably play many roles. They are masters of deception and camouflage. You have no idea how well they are masters, masters, of deception and camouflage, hiding their claws and fangs, playfully frolicking, frolicking until they just tear your throat out of your body and have you for dinner. Yep. Gobble, gobble. Yum, yum. They may wear a mask like the kind you wore to when you went up to the grocery store today. They may wear a mask. But it's not the kind that you wore or that you wear. Uh, it's a different kind of mask. 
Their beautiful mask that they construct is a false persona constructed so expertly that they even forget that it's just not real. Beneath it, they are monstrous. They are empty. They are vacant. And beneath it, they are hollow. These predators walk among us. Let's think about that. They do all around us. These predators walk among us. They may be walking beside you in a protest march. They may be passing out meals at a food bank. But they are not like you and me and what they're doing. It's not real for the reasons that we do it. I try to imagine things that could be as bad as a global killer pandemic that destroys the body in horrific ways. Do y'all know about the blood clots? Read about the blood clots. Wow, that's, it's terrible. Worse, you know, um, worse than generational systemic violence, hatred, and bigotry that perpetuates crimes against the innocents. Could it be worse than that? Try to imagine anything worse than this generational systemic racism, police brutality in this country, you know, weaponized, militarized law enforcement. Oh my gosh, tanks practically, you know, they're like, do we need that? Oh my gosh. We can see the ravages and the destruction in the wake of such monumental events as this pandemic and these, and, and all of this social injustice the systemic racism. We see the injustice in this. We feel it. We feel the pain. We weep. We cry for the suffering of both of these things that are going on right now. Um, there's such epic tragedy and suffering. But we, you know what we don't see? We can never see the predator with the narcissistic personality disorder. We don't see him coming. They will look at you in the eye and smile as they guide that blade deep into your chest. Then they're going to twist it a little bit and then just twist it a little bit. And they're going to smirk and they're going to smile at you like you should have like should have seen this coming. Yeah, that is a different kind of evil. You know, but it's evil nonetheless. In our world today. It is difficult to discern fact from fiction, truth from lies, good cops from bad cops. Things get complicated and confusing. But remember this, what is real will always be real. What is real will always be real. We just have to learn how to see it and recognize it. There are unchanging laws of the universe. Sometimes love lasts forever. Cheaters never win. Chocolate cures everything. Life is not fair. Inequality is wrong. People die. And a narcissist will never know how to be a real person. These things... I know, as universal law, truth. May God, or your understanding of him slash her, have mercy on all of us.